Hey guys, welcome to the Socials and Business Podcast. I am your host, Mercedes K, New York and Florida-based content creator, coach, and CEO of GTM Digital and Kajorico. I am a science girl, trained in medicine, but knew something was always missing. When my mom passed away, I realized life is too short to be doing anything that is not your true dream. So I took a leap and started my entrepreneur journey. Now I help other women and influencers do the same. I work with new boss babes and help them build successful and profitable brands with social media and uniquely styled coaching. We will cover everything from tips and tricks to building your brand, social media, everyday life, and self-care for the new entrepreneur. Tune in at our new time every Wednesday at 5.30 a.m. for new episodes that are sure to help jumpstart your brand and navigate this crazy world of social media and business. But before we get started, let's give our Instagram account shout out to By Nastasia. That is B-Y-N-A-S-T-A-C-I-A. You guys know what to do. Make sure you head over to Instagram and check them out. And if their content speaks to you, don't forget to hit that follow button. Now it is time to dive into this exciting new episode. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Socials and Business Podcast. I'm your host, Mercedes K. I am so happy to be back. As some of you have noticed, I did take a little time off. I thought I would be back a little sooner, but business and life kind of hit me from every angle, and I just needed time to process everything, to regroup, pivot, so that I could come back stronger than before. Before we get started, I would love to thank all of you who are tuning in today. I truly could not do what I do without the support from all of you. So today we're going to talk about crisis. And this can mean different things to different people. And a crisis could be something small that turns into something really big or just start out as something really, really big and just get completely out of hand. So a lot of you know that over the past few weeks, I've been dealing with quite a bit of things. So my mother-in-law got really ill, ended up in ICU. I mean, we, we almost lost her. And I'm close with my mother-in-law, and I do have a lot of friends who are not close to their mother-in-laws. However, my mother-in-law and I have a really special relationship, so it was really tough, you know, her going through all of this in New York, me being in Florida, and I could not just stay in Florida while all of this was going on, so I had to you know, make my way to NYC last minute, which wasn't a problem. But I personally, emotionally, mentally, I needed to be there. I am also, you know, very close to my husband. So 
when he feels emotions very strongly, I feel these same emotions because we're so close. So I need it to be there for my husband and my family as well. And just when I thought everything was, you know, getting better, my mother-in-law was doing better, came back to New York, not even two days later, we got word that my husband's uncle passed away. So that was just like another hit. And we had to turn around and go back to Florida, you know, for the funeral and all of the arrangements. Now, my husband is a family man. So, you know, even though this is his family, you know, these people have accepted me a hundred percent and they are my family. So of course I'm going to be by my husband's side, but you know, just the emotional stress and, you know, even the stress of being a business owner, you know, it just kind of all came to like, I can't even describe it. It just came to like a halt and I needed to, I really needed to take a step back and do some thinking, do some soul searching, you know, which I was able to do. And as everything again is getting a little better, I actually had, you know, a client that had like an emergency crisis where, you know, I had to sit here and, you know, help build a team to get things, you know, in order. So it was just a lot of stuff going on. And it really made me think about crisis as a whole and how entrepreneurs deal with crisis every day. And no one is like exempt from it. We will all go through some type of crisis, whether it's personal or professional, whether they cross over, you know, into each other. But this is something that we are all going to go through. And it's definitely something that we need to talk about because there are there are different ways to go about handling things and just, you know, having some ideas and knowing that you're not alone and having different perspectives of how to deal with something can really help during a crisis. So on today's episode, we're going to touch base on some of these things. So the first that I want to address is the personal, the personal crisis. What happens when our personal world start falling apart and we're trying to either pick up the pieces or manage whatever crisis is going on in our personal lives and still run our businesses effectively? This can be a huge challenge because we are emotional and that is one thing that all of us have to be careful of not making like haste decisions or making important decisions when we are not in the right frame of mind when we are highly emotional or angry this isn't the time to make decisions and i know this personally when I make any decisions or try to do anything that is super important 
when I am emotional or angry, this is when I start making mistakes. And I don't like to make mistakes. I pride myself in not making mistakes, even though I know we all make them. But making a mistake that could have been avoided just by taking a step back, that's not acceptable for me. So anytime I feel that my emotions are all over the place and I'm not thinking clearly, I just take things off of my plate. I won't even address them at that point in time. Now, some of you may say, well, Mercedes, what if it's something that has to be addressed at that point in time? There is no, you know, you can't wait. It has to be done right then and there. Well, you do need to take a step back. You need to take a breath. You need to calm your mind. You need to calm your body. You need to calm your spirit. Because even if it's something that just, it has to be done right now, that minute, if you are not in the right frame of mind, you run the risk of making a bad decision, making a bad choice. And that can actually make whatever crisis you're dealing with worse. So we don't want to add to the crisis. We don't want to make it worse. So, you know, there are some things that we need to do to prevent that. And sometimes that is taking a moment to really think, how urgent is this? And if it is super urgent to the point where it can't wait, what do I personally need to do so that I am making the right decisions? Are you enjoying this podcast? Are you a new boss babe ready to take your brand to the next level? Go to gtmsocialmediamarketing.com to book your free discovery or coaching call today and find out how you can work with me to start crushing your business and social media goals. You can also inquire about my free one-on-one, one-hour experience that will be available for three lucky boss babes every quarter. So what are you waiting for? Let's connect and make magic. So now that we've talked a little bit about, you know, some personal things, what are some issues that turn into crisis with entrepreneurs concerning their business? And one crisis that I do see that comes up a lot with my clients is money, finances. And we have all been there. So, you know, it's crazy because, you know, we do see a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, they're successful and they don't seem like anything is going wrong. But finances will always come up at some point, especially for new entrepreneurs. So what happens when you don't have money? You don't know where your money is coming from. What a lot of new entrepreneurs tend to do is they start adding more stuff. So like, for instance, if you have a service 
that you are promoting and selling and it's not selling and you're trying to make money, there are two things that a lot of entrepreneurs tend to do. And that's either drop the price to try to get the sale or start trying to create more and more services to give options so in the hopes that someone will buy. Now, both of, you know, both of these have benefits and can actually just screw everything up as well. So if you have a service and you have a price of $1,000 and you decide that you need money now, you decide that you're going to make that price lower. You're going to drop it to 500 And now you get a couple of sales. We're going to say you get three sales. So at that $500 price, you just made $1,500. You are ecstatic. I just made my sales or I needed some sales and I got them. However, you did not adjust your services. So you are still doing $1,000 worth of service for half the price. And this can actually kill your motivation and your drive when we feel that we are doing a lot more and getting paid a lot less we don't we don't show up the same way and anyone who says that they do they may in the beginning okay i'm not gonna knock that you are excited you have this sale and it's like okay i'm gonna do this but after a little while, you're going to realize how much work you are doing for these three clients. It's not even at your price. And now there's like some resentment there. You may be putting in 75% and just getting the job done, but not 100% and doing the job the way you know you can do it and the way you know you should be doing it. So that can, you know, become a problem later on. Now, if you are trying to, you know, create variety, well, let me add a few more services and see if I can get sales that way. You may not even be creating services that your ideal audience actually needs. So it doesn't matter if you have 10 different services if it's if they're not specifically for your ideal client they really shouldn't be there they should not be in your product suite and i see that too often with entrepreneurs whether it's you know and it's more service based than product based but service based businesses feel at times that they need to offer variety because their audience either can't afford, you know, their price point now, or they may not have, you know, a direct need for it right then and there. And if that's the case, then you need to tweak your current services and adjust that, then adding a whole bunch of other stuff because now you are you're speaking to different people as opposed to 
speaking directly to your ideal client, if that makes sense. So, you know, finances can create chaos in business, um, even if you have a small team. One of the biggest issues is, you know, if the finances are not being managed, if costs are not being cut when they need to be cut, and then, you know, payroll runs around and you can barely pay your staff. And believe it or not, a lot of entrepreneurs work day in, day out, every day, all day. And after their expenses, they can't even pay themselves. And that is a critical thing. You should always manage to pay yourself. And some people may say, well, in the beginning, you know, I don't need any, you know, I don't need any money. But it's it's not even that. It's almost like a psychological thing. When you are working hard and you're not receiving anything for it, this can this can take a toll on you. It affects the way you show up. And even though there are some boss babes out there that will say, no, I'm fine with it. When you really sit back and think about it, you're not fine with it. You're not fine with giving 110% and not seeing anything on your return. So really, you know, looking at your finances and seeing, you know, where, where are the problems and addressing those problems? What can be changed? Is it a system or process that needs to be implemented? Is it a system or process in place that's no longer suiting the business that needs to be changed? Is there excessive spending in one area, but not in others? So there's a lot of different ways. And it starts by, you know, really looking at the books and managing them. And if it's not something that you can do, because all of us are not great with, I'm not great with numbers. I fucking hate numbers. I can do them, but it's not something that I really want to do. And I also know that it's not a super weakness of mine, but it is a slight weakness. So having someone that can assist with that, you know, that helps me because it's like, okay, they may see something that I don't necessarily see. You're spending, you know, $10,000 on this when you can actually spend 4,000 if you do this. So having more options, more heads in the game, and even asking assistance from, you know, the resources that I build. That is why building a community is so important to me. Having different resources and being able to just, you know, ask other opinions of other entrepreneurs. This is a problem I'm having. Um, what do you think? Have you ever had this problem before? And if so, what did you do to combat that? And it's been working out great. So staying on top of those finances and making sure that, you know, you're not falling into any critical points where, you know, you jeopardize your business. And if you have a team jeopardizing, you know, the team as a whole.
you guys know I am all about organization and time management in my personal life, but it is even more important in my professional life. This is why I use HoneyBook. HoneyBook allows me to schedule my calls, view several calendars, batch emails, create proposals, contracts, and send invoices. And that is just a few benefits of this CRM. I cannot imagine running my business without it. Now, you can try HoneyBook for $1 a month for six months. Check the link in my bio on Instagram and the podcast show notes to get HoneyBook today. So now we have talked about this before, and this is something that will always come up, especially with me. Um, you guys know I am huge on time management and what happens when you're not managing your time and your three priority task list turns into 15 and everything just gets chaotic. Stuff isn't being done on time not getting completed in a timely fashion. There's no delegation. There is nothing in place to help you streamline things. This can turn into a crisis just like anything else. So starting to really look at, you know, what you have to do as far as your tasks are concerned And one way I do like to tackle this is, you know, looking at what the goals are. Even if you look at what your goals are for the quarter and then break your task down into monthly sections and then take it a step further and break, you know, your weeks down into specific tasks that need to be completed and then ultimately, you know, really pinpointing things and putting specific things on specific days. So time management is definitely, you know, something that can, you know, not be a problem and then turn into a really big crisis, you know, within minutes or like overnight. So there are, you know, those are some ways of combating that. Um, even social media. A lot of entrepreneurs are on social media and rely on social media to bring consumers and customers in. But what happens when, you know, you get a troll or if you have someone who has tried your product or service and you weren't satisfied, or if somebody just comes at you On social media, the way you respond is very important. If you don't take the time to really think about your responses and you're just clapping back or firing back, this could easily turn into a crisis. So, what I found with social media, since a lot of businesses use it, for their marketing and to just, you know, get that brand awareness. If there are, you know, some comments on their posts that they don't like, or, you know, just really, it's not something you want others to see. Some people will delete them. Some people will, like I said, clap back. You know, I've seen people comment like, you know, 
you don't know what the hell you're doing and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, a business owner, you know, sit there like, you know, you don't know what you're fucking doing or something like that. This is not how you respond to this. How we respond to criticism and problems within our brand on social media is very important. We have to look at what's being said. You know, is this is this an actual problem? Is this something we can fix? Take that constructive criticism and make the changes that can be made. Is this just a troll who is just throwing whatever out there because they have absolutely nothing else better to do? And if that's the case, that's fine. You can ignore it or you can respond in a professional way where, you know, you're not making your brand out to be, you know, well, when problems arise, you know, they get angry and, you know, just start shooting off with the comments or at the mouth. I mean, there are businesses who, you know, have had bad issues, like really big crisis on social media. And, you know, the PR can be crazy, especially if it's a larger brand. If something goes wrong and someone, you know, calls that out and then it just keeps going and going and going. And now, you know, you already have like 3 million followers on your page and you are just, you know, trending everywhere. And some people will see that as a good thing. It's like, okay, it doesn't, good or bad, you know, they're still making me famous, but nobody wants bad press. Let's be real. So when business owners and entrepreneurs have issues like this on social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, how you respond is very important. Think about what is being said. Is it, is it legitimate? Is this a legitimate complaint? If so, address it. Customer service is very important within business, period. So not necessarily taking some of these things, you know, personally, but if this is a, if this is an area that you can improve in, why not just make those, you know, improvements? Let your audience know that, you know, you are listening, you hear them, and you are here to make that experience, that customer experience and journey better for them. If a problem comes up and, you know, you are automatically defensive and defending, you know, a process, it doesn't necessarily look good. You have to let them know that you do hear them. You do value their feedback and you are apologetic and you're sorry that they had this experience. And what can you do to make that experience better? With social media being such a powerful tool, we have to utilize it properly, but we also need to take from it and we all have weaknesses and all businesses have areas where they can improve. 
So use this to your advantage. Don't necessarily match the energy that's coming at you. I know when I have a bad experience, sometimes I can like go off the deep end. And I have had businesses and companies bring me down because, you know, I went from zero to a hundred really fast. And it's just like, you know, let's see what the problem was. Why was this a problem? How can we make this better? And my mood, everything immediately changes because it's like, okay, you know, they hear me. They know that my problem, you know, is a legitimate one and they're trying to fix it. So I appreciate that. And now I am trying to offer assistance of how they can make this better. And I prefer dealing with businesses like that. Not if I have an issue and it's just kind of like, okay, so what, whatever. So with that being said, it all comes back to how we process things, you know, actually stopping and thinking not being too emotional when we are making decisions and just kind of being open to different ways of solving problems. I would love to hear about some crisis that you guys have been going through or have gone through in the past and how you have handled them. Definitely touch base with me on Instagram at GTM Digital. I would love to hear from you guys. I'm going to always have some questions and polls in the show notes. So look for those. And I will chat with you guys soon, boss babes. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to head over to my Instagram account at GTM Digital and give me a like and follow. The best way to support this podcast is by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I truly love hearing from all of you. I also run polls and ask questions, so be sure to look for those in the show notes. I love keeping up with social trends, giving tips on business, and posting about entrepreneur and influencer lifestyles. So be sure to follow me on all of my socials. We are here every Wednesday at 5.30 a.m. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will chat again soon, boss babes. Thank you.